Welcome, welcome to the Bro CR Supercast. Basically, a super cool podcast. See what we did there? <laughs> we discuss all things obstacle course racing, culture, and community that embodies it. From performing athletes, flashy new gear, and secret guacamole recipes. Yummy. We've got you covered, bro. Do you have questions? We want to find answers. Want to talk about running in the mud and your next big adventure? Cool. So do we. Now let's lace up those trail kicks and jump in the corral. The Supercast. The Supercast starts now. And here we go. Good uh, morning. Yes, but we are not on Tuesday. This is a special edition Good Morning on Friday, World's Toughest Mutter Eve. Yay. Good morning. I am Leah Hensley. And I'm Jacob Bosecker. We are currently in the parking lot. Yes, we are in the parking lot of the Stingrays Cheerleading Gym where my daughter does cheer, sipping on some Starbucks and talking about this weekend. What are you sipping on, Leah? I am sipping on a caramel brulee latte, which is quite delicious. I just have a tall pike. Kind of boring. Just very, very Jacob. Basic. Very, very classic Jacob. <laughs> so tomorrow we are going into a fun day. Um, well, actually, uh, it, tomorrow now, but as everybody listening today, it's going to be a fun day. Yeah, so today is World's Toughest Mutter Eve. Um, day. Pack in. Pack in starts today from 8 to 1. So we want to kind of give you a breakdown of what to expect here in this day. Um, so today, pack it. Packet pickup is what Packet time? pickup starts at 8 a.m. Gates open at 8 a.m. Gates open at 8 until 1 p.m. We got notification from HQ. Um, there will be shuttles running. It's about a half mile, they said. Yeah, about a half mile from parking to registration. So um, there will be school buses shuttling you and your gear from the car to registration. And then once you get through registration, there is another you know, however far your pit is from the registration spot. But they are advising people to come first. Get your get stuff, get your in, credentials. And then go back and get your crap. Yep, yep. Especially if you got a lot of crap, which, let's face it, it's world's toughest mutter. It's going to be cold. There's going to be a lot of crap. Yep. So then there's the pit concierge desk is open. I'm not really sure what that is. I think it's just where you check in that you're there. Probably. Um, and the merch tent will be open. What time is merch tent open? Opens at 8, runs oh, until open at 6 eight too. p.m. Yep. Okay, so open until 6. So for those people running the hot lap, and that is open to all people, whether you're a runner, pit crew, or particip- or uh, spectator. Two to four, baby. Um, so check-in starts at 12. Okay. And closes at 1.30, and then the start line opens at 2. You know, I'm going to go ahead and say this. It makes me really happy that they're doing the hot lap this I year. I think it's awesome. I think it's a great opportunity for people to see the, you know, see the course, see 25 what it's like. bucks. Yeah, it's not it's not expensive. It's the cheapest tough mutter you'll ever see. And what's awesome is, you know, World's Toughest is where they often will debut new obstacles. So, you know, we'll get to see firsthand what some of the 2020 stuff is going to look like. It's going to be cold. Um, it's going to be probably raining. Yeah, it's supposed to be raining all day, which is going to make the course very interesting. That's another piece about the hot lap is that, you know, you've got people traipsing through the course, kind of muddying things up, 
before the race even starts the next morning. You know, it's not going to stay pretty for long at World's Toughest Motor yeah. or any long race like this. But, I mean, it's a great thing. It's a great thing for the community. It's a great thing for the pit to go out there, you know, have some fun. Yeah. Uh, play around on a course like that and then be done. Go home, have some dinner. So, okay, after the hot lap, that's from 2 to 4. It's from 2 to 4. Um, hot lap closes at 5, so you got to be off by then. Got to be off course by 5. And then, Hopefully I'm back at my aunt and uncle's house getting some rest. Yeah, and then from 5 to 8 is the community dinner at the Wild Heaven Beer West End. Um, and during that dinner... Um, which you do not need reservations or tickets for. Come as you are, friends. Come as you are. And during that 5 to 8 o'clock window at 6.30 is going to be a race briefing. So they'll have the race briefing at the wild. At the dinner. Yep. At the dinner. Okay. And that's it. And then it's get some good Then get some sleep. sleep because Saturday is a big day at the races, Saturday kids. Saturday is the, is the rodeo. So, okay. So, at that point, we're, we're sleeping. Things are looking good. Yep. And we wake up Saturday. Pits open at 7.30 a.m. Get there. And late registrations up. and check-ins. P.S. Um, one question that was asked in the community, can I pick up my race, my, my pit cruise bib or other racers? And the answer is no. Nope. So if you are not there by 1 p.m. on Friday, then you will have to get there Saturday morning to check in and get your stuff. Yep. Get there, get early, guys. Um, if you missed the briefing from the night before, they will have a makeup briefing at 9 a.m. Okay. So attendance is optional. If you went to it the night before, you don't have to go to it in the morning. Make sure you hit one of those guys. Um, but there will be a safety briefing at 10 a.m., followed by pit loading must be completed at 11. So you have from 7.30 a.m. to 11 a.m. get all your stuff into place. Yep, because at 11, the contender chute opens. Um, they we load them in. They're loading in based in order from legacies to general to all the regular participants. Um, opening ceremony rules. And then at 12 p.m. We're pulling the trigger, baby. Race starts at 12. <laughs> at 5 p.m. is black ops when headlamps and flashers are mandatory. And the overnight med checks begin at 10 p.m. So if you guys are unfamiliar with the med checks, this is your first year. Basically, they do a, a quick, you know, psychological evaluation on you. Just make sure you know the date, idea who the president is. Basically, making sure that you are present there and not yep. going to endanger yourself or anybody else on the course there further. Yep. So we go all night. We go all night. Black um, Ops ends when? Black Ops ends at 7 a.m. And at... Sounds like a great time. In order to be a finisher, you must finish a lap after 8 a.m. Okay, so Black Ops is done once again at 7. Mm -hmm. You and must finish your last lap, cross the finish line after 8 a.m. To be a 24-hour finisher. Correct. And then the hard course cutoff is 1.30. So 12 p.m. is when the start line closes. And we have a one-and-a-half-hour grace period until 1.30 to finish your lap. Now, last year, was it a hard 12? No. It's it always, always, always Okay. No, for some reason, that, was Iceland was a hard was a hard 24. Iceland was a hard 24, but they changed it this year. Yeah, this year Sweden. they gave a grace. Okay, yep. that was it. The World's Toughest thinking. has always had a grace period. Yeah, I, I thought so. And then Monday morning, there's the brunch um, at 10, opens, and then the award ceremony at 12. And that's the weekend. High noon. Um, brunch is at 10? Yep. Opens at 10. Willikers. And we're hoping to be there. Um, obviously I will we, not be there. Well, I will be. I'm hoping to be there. Um, you know, we'll just see what this, where this weekend really takes us at this point. Yep. One day at a time. 
one day at a time. So, okay, that gets us through the schedule of events. Lee and I will be in the pit yes. all weekend. Um, party rocking it, dancing, and having a good time, helping people out. Once again, if you guys see us out there, um, I'm sad I'm not running, Lee, are you sad? I am. I'm having major FOMO. I have some serious FOMO here, too. But we want to live through you. So yep. um, come there. Come give us a hug. If there's something we can help you with, yeah, don't absolutely. hesitate. Don't hesitate. Let us know. We're actually just answering people's messaging us, asking for pickle juice, mm -hmm. and um, you know, mikasa sukasa. If there's something I can do for you guys and help you out, and make your day a little easier, and hit you, help you hit those mileage goals, or make it a little bit further out there, let's make it happen. Um, Kevin Parrish, if you're listening to this, I know we're about the same size in wetsuits, <laughs> so. Anyway, without further ado, let's talk about the course. Yeah, so the course map has finally been released after a couple of days of fun teasers and puzzle pieces. What was um, your favorite? Okay, so every year, this was the first time last year I got to see, mm -hmm. they had like these community challenges to release puzzle yeah, pieces. So what was your favorite one this year? So if you're not in the World's Toughest Mudder community page, there's a special group that is only open to actual participants and pit crew. Um, but you know, the week of world's toughest, the excitement builds and they've shenanigans. Yeah. They've it done funny. a, a puzzle piece release where they take the map and they cut it into a puzzle and issue fun, quirky challenges along the way. Um, and then when the challenge is complete, you get a puzzle piece, Yay! like 50 pictures of, um, somebody wearing their tough mutter headband somewhere or, a combined cumulative push-ups of a thousand push-ups. Somebody will go off and be like, all right, it's been an hour. I went and did like a million, billion push-ups. Yeah, like, so add to the total. just fun things. It gets the community bonded together. I was big into the puzzles when I ran um, in Vegas. I remember running around the strip doing a lot of the, the challenges. So It was a lot of fun. There was some fun stuff. So What we, was one of the funnest ones you saw this year, though? This year? Um, I like the dogs and headbands. That's always a good one. That's always a classic. It's fun. Yep, yep. Okay, so, noon tomorrow, we open up, and once again, we're doing a rolling start on these obstacles, right? Like yeah, the they, they don't announce ahead of time when the obstacles are opening, but they do not open the full course at once. Um, it's we, a rolling start to rolling spread everybody start, out. Right. It, it's, it's very effective in spreading the... The field out and you, you know the last thing you want are bottlenecks so yeah. they do a really good job of opening things slowly as it goes so after the sprint lap which you know typically i won't say no obstacles are open sometimes there'll be a random wall or something to go over yep yep but nothing crazy on the sprint lap um and then the obstacles will start opening so we don't know the order in which they're opening we just know the order of the core so first up is a Be new before we go in this before mm -hmm. we go in this and drop deep into the obstacle order here that yep. we have um do we think there's any obstacles out there on the course that are not on this map nah tough mother doesn't usually pull that kind of stuff okay okay that's not their thing okay all right um, now, there's some obstacles that we don't exactly know what they are because they're new. First of which is called Devil's Taint. Taint! So we don't know exactly what this is, but we know what Devil's Beard is, which is miserable. So um, we're going to look at a taint! <laughs> yeah, so Devil's Beard is historically a big, heavy lobster net on the ground. It's an obnoxiously time-sucking, miserable obstacle that sucks your camel packs off your back and your headlamps off your head. Um, so we can only imagine them spicing it up with the taint. 
<laughs> you said it, not me. Right? <laughs> Following into Kiss of Mud, mud which is typically a barbed wire. Yep, yep, yep. Pretty simple there. Pyramid Scheme we is a teamwork up and over kind of ramp wall, basically. Yeah. Before they've had um, ropes. They'll put ropes on it sometimes when it gets later in the night and nobody's there. Yeah, during the day they don't have them there, so you have to work together. Or just um, run up it fast. Yeah. Next one we don't know is a new one. It's called Spread Eagle. We've seen that. Uh-uh. Yes, we have. What? We saw it at, well, I had it at Minneapolis. Oh, maybe. So Spread I'm Eagle good. is, it's, um, and I want to say it was also at WTM last year. It's where they've got those um, gibbons down, and you have to shimmy across the two gibbons over the pit of water. And you're like, like you've got your legs out and you've got your arms up and you're like shimmying across. Oh, okay. So we've that got Spread Eagle. Spread Eagle followed by Everest 2.0. Familiar with this. Um, then Skidmark. Yep, classic. Um, yeah, it's like a, a wall beam thing. Then Berlin Walls, Black Widow we saw last year. Skidmark it's is just a reverse wall, right? Yeah. yeah. Mud Mile 2.0. Familiar. Sucks. Mudder Press. That's a, That's a new one. It looks like a body prop thing, though. Yeah, I don't know what that's going to I'm going to guess it's like a body prop over some mud. Yeah. Block Nest Monster classic. is a classic. Funky Monkey. Classic. Statue of Liberty is returning, which is... Which I'm is, excited about doing this. This is a fun one. It was not here in Atlanta, but it was in Vegas, and you are given a tiki... It's, it's usually open only at, at night, um, and you're given a tiki torch on one end of a body of water, creek, lake, whatever, and then you have to cross the the body of water with your tiki torch without it going out. Otherwise, you have to do a penalty. Yay. Uh, Waterworks is new, but I'm yep. hearing it's a version of hydrophobia with tear gas. Um, the crybaby <sighs> version. Why? So we're not positive what that's going to look like, but word on the street is water with tear gas. Uh, the gauntlet is Tuck Mudder's version of a rig. King of Swingers is back this year. There's we've seen so many I'm variations. I'm so pumped to do King of Swingers. Yeah, we've seen so many variations of this obstacle. So we're not exactly sure what the rules are going to be, but basically we know you start on one end, you fly on a trapeze, and you do something. I'm guessing this is going to be the basically this year's the King of Swingers to have that out there. This is this year's um, stacks. Yeah. Yeah, because as Jacob just said, there are no stacks this year, which is the cliff jump. Makes so me sad. It makes me sad too. Um, after that is Augustus Gloop 2.0. Been there, done that. Cage Crawl. I personally love Cage Crawl, but I know a lot of it's, people hate it. Uh, just so I find cold. it so relaxing. It's, it is relaxing, but it. it's when it's warm out. That's true. Lumberjack, <laughs> which is the worst obstacle that was last year. Well, it's a so series of, and we're, I think we're going to have that again this year. Yeah, that's right here. Lumberjacked. It's miserable. It's a series of six foot tall up and over logs that just suck your soul it's like an it's like the mix of a sternum checker and an irish table basically and then last year it got iced over so it was yeah. a solid sheet of ice i'm banging my feet up against it Awful. trying to crawl it and but then the support beams are all wooden so they're soaking up water and getting iced yeah. over and it's nobody wins and then finally we have arctic enema and it's not just one or two lumberjack i'm going back there yeah it's like seven of them yeah there's there's several of them i don't remember exactly how many but there's a bunch at least yeah and then Arctic Enema, which honestly people freak out about. It's not that bad in a wetsuit, people. When, once you're in your wetsuit, it's just water. But I'll say this, though. After Arctic Enema. 
Yeah, after Arctic Enema comes Mutterhorn. Here's my point. So go over to the map here. Mm -hmm. Okay. So how far apart are Mutterhorn and Arctic Enema? Pretty close. Uh, yeah. I'd probably say... Not too bad. Quarter mile? If even. If even. If the wind picks up... That can be cold. Set, yep. That is my whole point. You're going to be on top of frickin' Mutterhorn. Yep. And or waiting for people after doing Arctic Enema. Yep. Well, plus Mutterhorn, too, is so slow and time-consuming. You're mm -hmm. not going to be able to be moving fast enough. You get back to the pit. Mm-hmm. It's make a sad, sad panda. We also have an electric avenue like we had last year. We don't know the exact position. We don't know the exact obstacles along electric avenue. Well, it says it over here on the side. Looks like... Oh. No, over on the other side. Other side. Oh, you're right. Uh, electroshock therapy, Once electric again. eel, and operation. Operation is probably one of my favorites. You know, it's fun. I, I kind of like it. It's, I love it. It's kind of deuter, but I like it. Yeah, so you've got Electric Avenue, which will open at some point. But here's my thing, though. Things. Okay, so it, it, it looks cuts... like it's only cutting two obstacles. Yeah, well, okay, so go back over there. It's cutting Everest Three. and Skidmarked. And the Berlin Walls there. Oh, yeah, and Berlin Walls. Berlin Walls, Skidmarked, and then Everest. Everest. So unless the penalty for Everest is freaking horrible. Word on the street is it's Dizzy Bats. Oh, you just make it over Everest. That, that, this is, to me, this looks a lot easier than the course from last year. Last year, Electric Avenue saved you a ton of time. This year, it really doesn't look like it. It looks comparable in distance. You're really not saving that much you're distance. You're not saving much distance at all. Maybe but an eighth But if you're someone mile. who can't get over Everest and you need the help on the Berlin Walls, it might be worth taking the Electric Avenue. I would. I, I would not. I like I would Electric. Not. I would not. I don't like <laughs> it. I don't like it at all. One bit. So we know that there are a total of 21 obstacles. There are total elevation gain per lap of 623 feet. Sounds about right. Five of the obstacles have penalties. Nine level up obstacles. We're not exactly sure what you're going to be leveling up and what you're going to get. Um, 20 uh, Golden carabiners are in play this year. Awesome. Um, so you get those after the, the 25 mile mark. You get them after. And then additional after. Right. Plus we know that they're going to be giving away extra ones somehow related to the coach pit. So there's lots of new fun things being thrown at us this year. Um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a good time. I'm, so on that map, does it show where the um, the halfway point's at? Um, oh, like where Coach's Pit is? Yeah, where Coach's Pit is. Um, the Coach Hut. Yep, right there. Okay, so it's... but It's, it's like about halfway. Yeah, it's about halfway. You start here, you go up So we'll there. walk past Electric Avenue. Yep, it's after okay. you're done with Electric Avenue, you come out Is that on the to... far side of the pond there? Yeah, yep. it's on the far side of the pond. Yeah, we're, we were told it's about a mile walk from the That's pit right. to Coach's Pit. So, I personally don't plan on doing much of that, but... I'll do it once. Maybe at some point in the night when my, my, my people slow down. When we're getting slower and I'm dressed as Detective Pikachu and yep, we just yep. decide to be silly, but... Okay, predictions. So, you know, we're still kind of not sure about all the men that, are, all the people that are coming. But from what I know, my top three men to watch, Mendoza. I would say Christopher Mendoza, the reigning champion, Trevor Sykos, um, and I'm going to put Evan Preparis up there. Evan, those, you know, Evan has had a three. really good year this year. Yep. And when I was in Minneapolis... Evan made it 60 miles in 12 hours. Yeah, and Evan that was impressive. has had a killer run. He is an really endurance ultra guru. He wrote the book on it, literally. 
Um, if you haven't read um, his book to, to Endurance and Ultras, you should. It's a good read. He did a good um, job at, at Minneapolis, and I, you know, I think he's got yeah. if. I think he's got a good shot this weekend, especially with this. Um, we've got 600 elevation, which, you know, is nothing compared to what just happened in Sweden. No kidding. Nothing compared to that. Nope. 2,000 is yeah, a lot. That's crazy. Um, so five miles. They'll be able to be moving faster. And Evan's the guy, Trevor and, and Mendoza as well, are, are men that can, can keep it running all night. So, so let's talk about the ladies. The ladies. the ladies. There's there's some wild cards in in the ladies division. I think that there's a lot of women that, from what I've heard, are, are going to be pushing for some silver bibs. Um, we've got the return of Amelia Boone, who is Miss World Tough Mudder herself. Um, Queen B. She's set all the records in the beginning. She's won in Jersey. I think she won in Vegas, too. She wears the cape. She makes the whoosh noises. She's the <laughs> Queen of Pain, and she's coming back. So. Are you going to wear your Queen of Pain shades? I might have to bring my Queen of Pain shades right, for right, her. Right. Yep. Um, so she'll be there throwing down. She's coming off of uh, running at the Barkley. Or not Barkley. Uh, big, what's that called? Bigs. Backyard yeah, the, Ultra. The big backyard ultra. Yep. So she'll she'll throw down and then there's a bunch of other women when we talked to uh Aaron Ross. Dennis recently, yeah. Erin Ross. Uh she podiumed last year. She'll she'll be up there no doubt. I think she's got a very, very high level there. Yep. Some other um endurance uh uh Dennis Wynn Endurance Project athletes coming. I know Kristen um, is going to throw up some, some mileage. Erin, um, Colleran, I think her last name is. Yeah. Um, she'll be up there. Um, one of the girls that I am pitting for is my teammate, Kelly Williams. I am Kelly. Kelly being up there. How about big Jason Rulo? Jason Rulo. <laughs> Jason Rulo. We talked to Jason with Neptune. He's racing, going for some silver bibs, too. You think so. he's going to hit a silver? He better hit a silver. Oh, I'm pinning for him. Jason Bublé. You do Jason. I expect silver. I expect big things out of you. Oh, Jason. Um, you know, and another guy that I really want to see is Javier. Do yeah. well. I want to see him hit some mileage yeah. goals here. Yeah, he's he's um, been on a, a tear, you know, increasing mileage. He's been time. doing great. He has been. So it's going to be interesting. I haven't heard a whole lot about the teams. I'm not sure what the teams are to look for. I'm sure the Four Eyes guys will be there. They're always up there. Uh-huh. Um, you know, we usually see a team out of, you know, England or Germany coming out. Those so. guys are awesome, yeah. Yep. I'm not sure what, what we've got going on on the team side of things, but I'm excited. It's going to be fun. It's going to be freaking cold. Watch us on Instagram here this weekend. Watch us on BroCR Facebook. Uh, we'll be bringing you coverage from those platforms. Um, once again, BroSecker and OCR Leah. Yep. Uh, we'll be having a good time. And um, personally, the big thing I'm looking forward to uh, I got into the beer swap at the last second, <laughs> and who my my guy that I've got, I've got a bunch of really good beers for him. I'm really excited, and nice. he said he's gonna bring me some stuff, and I've got some other stuff for some other friends, and I'm just excited about the community this year. You know, we're gonna have yeah. some fun. It'll be fun. So if you're gonna be down here, make sure you say hi. Um, we will be recording our regular Tuesday morning podcast next week, and probably talking about all the shenanigans that we see here. I'm sure we will. So if there's anything specific you want to know about World's Toughest, let us know, and we'll be sure to fill you in on Tuesday. Absolutely, reach out to us. We're happy to talk. We're happy to fulfill questions and answers and find out things here on the course. Um, follow me tomorrow. I'm planning to jump out there with my good buddy Scott the Bangles and um, Halleck. 
we're going to do the hot lap. We're going to go out there and, you know, throw down a quick five-mile jaunt. Um, and then I'm going to go back to my aunt's house and probably cry a little bit. <laughs> but um, have some fun there. I'll yeah. talk a little bit about the course tomorrow night on my own Instagram and kind of what we see out there. Perfect. Um, but, yeah, this is going to be fun, Leah. Yeah. So until next time, drop us a review. Um, leave us a comment. Subscribe. Share. And uh, we will drop drop a line and talk with you guys on Tuesday. See you guys then, everybody. Take care. This has been the Bro CR Supercast, powered by Bro CR Media. We always love reviews. Oh, and shout outs too. Wanna be on the review? Drop us a line. We know there are other obstacle course racing podcasts out there, but you choose to laugh with us for a while. So thanks. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. And thank you. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. God bless. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.